The show's about to start. Are you ready? going on welcome to the show this is sports with strawberry ice i'm your host jeff trenopole and as always i bring you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of cincinnati ohio home of the cincinnati reds and cincinnati reds riding third and heading for home all right guys if you found the show do me a favor hit that like and subscribe button smash that thumbs up you guys are unbelievable up 10 i'll add 1,060 yesterday, 1,070 today. You guys are awesome. I appreciate every single one of you. Let's keep it rolling. Let's get this thing to 2,000 as fast as we can. Now, this show and every show is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. So like if you need a house, a condo, or if you have a rental property that you just don't want to manage anymore, get T-Properties a shot. They'll take care of all your rental property management and rental needs. All right, guys. I know yesterday I said Dave Lapham was going to be on the show. And he was going to be until he messaged me early this morning and said he's unable to be on the show today. He will be on tomorrow. So, everybody looking for Dave Lapham. I'm sorry. He's not on today. Jeremy D's not on today, so you just got the Iceman today, guys, and we're going to talk some Reds. And how about those Reds? The walk-off by Doe Wink. Brother, that boy is hotter than a match. He has got to be a National League All-Star for sure. Him and Cassianis, for sure. Those guys got to be on uh, in the All-Star game. Now the Reds won in a walk-off, one to nothing over the Chicago White Sox. Bad news is Giovato has fractured his thumb. Bobby Nightingale tweeted this out. Bell said Votto is likely out for around a month. So that's not good. Um, so you got to figure out what are your options? Who do you put at first base? First guy to come to my head, first two guys to come to my head is either Moose or Farmer. And honestly, you can flip back and forth. One can play first, one can play third. 
vice versa. Uh, Chris Welch had a good point on the uh, post-game show that it's going to be really hard to find a guy like out of the organization because I, I, I usually have free agents that are like fringe players that, you know, are used to jumping back and forth from AAA to the majors and stuff like that, but their Reds don't have that for a first baseman because we have Joey freaking Botto who usually plays every single day. So this could be a little bit of a problem. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think we got enough players that we can find somebody to play an adequate first base. But Sonny Gray was on the hill today, and he went seven innings, two hits, two walks, and eight strikeouts. That's what we need for Sonny Gray. We need him and Luis Castillo to be our aces. We need those guys to step up and pitch like they can pitch, especially going down the stretch. Now, the Reds are, let's see here, three games out of first place. They are 14 and 15. They're still in it. This ain't over. I mean, by no means is this over. But they, oh, I'm not saying they got to go on a bigger winning streak because they've won. They haven't lost the last three series. They split this one. They beat the Dodgers, and then they beat the Cubs, and I split here with the White Sox. So they're on a roll. They're playing good. They got tomorrow off. Uh, then we start taking on the Cleveland Indians again. And how nice would it be to actually win the Ohio Cup and beat these guys for a change? So that's the premise of the show. So let's get into some of the questions here. Josh says, put Moose first. That's kind of the first thing I'm thinking. Put Moose at first. Yeah, our thought is, do you want to move Gino back over to third for a little while or – you know, and, and put somebody else at shortstop. I don't know. That's a lot of moving parts. And to me, Gino is starting to get more comfortable at shortstop. So I don't know if you make that move or not, but it's an option. It's a thought. Uh, I know there's there. I think Dave Bell said they're going to take a day because they're off tomorrow. So they got a day to figure it out and try to uh, what they're going to do. Josh Van Meter would be nice to have right now. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. I mean, I, I, I said this when they trade last year. I He was going to be a bench player, and they were trying to win. So I understood the trade. I hated to see Josh go, but, yes, he would be a pretty good fit at first base right now. What do you got, Crypt? Crypt says, TJ Anton is, is a pitching ninja. <laughs> Yeah, see, well, he gave up a home run the other night, but yeah, he's pitching really good. Uh, let's see here. Anthony, we just stay close until the All-Star break. Uh, yeah, that's the biggest. And the thing is, when the Reds, in years past, when we've had teams that are on the fringe of being playoff contenders, but after the All-Star break, they fell on their face. So that's the thing. Like you said, we got to be close, going to the All-Star break. And then once you get out, out of uh, the All-Star break, you got to hit the gas and get going. So that's what we got going on today. I think the, the thing that still bothers me about the rest is the bullpen. Uh, I, Lucas Sims came in and, and and got the guys out with the ghost runner. And I, I don't know about you guys. I hate the ghost runner. I think it's the stupidest rule ever. It's dumb. I can't stand the ghost runner they have to start extra innings. I mean, out of all the things they kept from last year, I wish that was the one they didn't. I understood why they kept it last year, because you're all playing 60 games. 
but there's no reason to do it this year. You're playing 152 games. I don't understand why you have to have a ghost runner. You know, but anyway, Lucas Sims came in and, and got the guys out. But the game yesterday, there wasn't a guy that came out of that bullpen that could throw strikes. And the Reds, that offense yesterday looked too much like the offense last year where we had a lot of strikeouts and a lot of swing and misses. And it was just kind of – it was too reminiscent of last year. So, to me, the, the still the biggest problem with this team is the bullpen. I mean, it's it, – to this – I mean, people want to get mad at David Bell. Look, I'm the first one to, you know – Blast him. I call him the mad scientist. But when you go to the pen and it doesn't matter who it is, you know, you don't know what you're getting out there. And that is what got to be one of the most frustrating things right now. It's frustrating for me, you know, to, to uh, you know, David Buck comes out and, all right, we're on the bullpen. I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> okay. Let's see what we got. So we'll see. Uh, Anthony, what do you got here? Uh, Either the starters are getting blown up or the bullpen is. Yeah. I mean, that's what happened yesterday. I mean, the, Hoffman just did not have it. Just flat. And the thing is, the, the White Sox just kind of, it was like a, a thousand cuts, you know, de- a death of a thousand cuts. They weren't like crushing us with home runs. It was single, 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 maybe double. I mean, they did hit a home run, but it was just every inning. They were just on it and just constantly scoring. <laughs> it's just, oh my goodness. Uh, let's see here, Josh. What's up? I agree. It's a necessary step to take it away from the entire game by giving, yeah, giving a free run. Exactly. I mean, you worked this. That's what I don't get. You worked this hard to get into extra innings, and then you're giving an advantage. It's an advantage to the offensive team. You got a guy on second base. If you get a ball in the uh, in the outfield, he's going to score. And that's just I don't. I hate that. that, that there's no reason for it. It's the dumbest thing that uh, clown Rob Manford has ever done. Well, except for the way he treats Cincinnati Reds players when we're inciting bench-clearing brawls, which is bullcrap, meaning R.B. and Garrett got suspended for seven games. Okay. So, first of all, Nick Castellanos got suspended for being excited, being demonstrative. Now, I mean, Garrett gets suspended for seven games for being demonstrative and being excited. Both times, the other team is the one that came after the Reds. Both times, the Chicago Cubs jumped over the dugout fence and started talking, and he was giving Garrett the double bird. So what part of – so who instigated what? Yeah, Garrett – Celebrated. Did he talk a little bit too much? Yes, I agree. I think he talks a little bit too much. I think he needs to slow it down a little bit. But Armin Garrett, Garrett, I don't know, it's Armin or Armin. I, I always called him Armin, but I've been told it's Armin. I, I know. <laughs> so I'll just say Garrett. I'll put it this way. Garrett's an emotional player. He's always been like that. The only time he's ever af- actually went after anybody was when, when he went to take on the whole Pittsburgh Pirates. You know, two years ago. <laughs> that was the only time he really actually went after anybody. They come after him. And it's for talking. So, 
if they can bat flip and cheer and do all this stuff when they hit a home run off of them, and they, you know they're saying they don't, you know, do it towards him or whatever, but they look out and stare at the ball and who cares who does what? You know, shut up. You got struck out. Go to the uh, the dugout and sit down and shut up and go try to hit a home run off them next time. I, yeah, I just I don't get it. I mean the 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 way Rob Manford handles things. I mean, he suspended Garrett for seven games. And I hate to bring this up because it's old old news, but it just goes to he is so inconsistent with what he does. The Houston Astros literally, literally cheated to win a World Series. The Boston Red Sox literally cheated to win a World Series. They won the thing that Rob Manfred called a piece of metal, the World Series championship trophy that every single Major League Baseball player wants to win. He called it a piece of metal. But the Astros and the Red Sox, those players cheated. None of them got suspended. None of them got fined. The managers and the general managers got fired. But that's it. So you got the Reds who are fired up. They're all emotional players. And then, to me, these, this is the stuff that baseball doesn't get, that football finally got. You know, football forever wouldn't let them, you know, celebrate touchdowns and stuff. Well, now they do. Let baseball players celebrate. It's hard to hit a home run. It's hard to strike a guy out. Celebrate it. And if the other team doesn't like it, that's their damn fault. C- come back and, and get a hit next time or come back and get him out next time. If you guys are the ones that are so ticked off that you're coming after our players, you're the one that should be suspended, not our players, because we didn't do anything. Our, yes, okay, our players did something, but not enough to instigate a fight. We didn't throw at anybody. We didn't go after them. They came after us. So I just, I cannot stand clown Rob Manfred. That's what I call him. I call him a clown. He is an absolute clown. He is the worst commissioner in baseball. I don't even think he understands what baseball is. He wants to change everything. And look, I'm I'm okay with changing stuff, but the stuff he's trying to change is absolutely stupid. You know? They're putting a clock on on, on in between pitches. We got to start ghost runners and you know, in extra innings, we're only playing seven inning double headers, dude. That's not baseball. Baseball, yes. Some people are like, oh my goodness, it's three hours. Sometimes football games are three hours. You know, with all the freaking commercials. <laughs> so why does everybody complain about baseball games being this and baseball game being slow, but football games are three hours? Now you want to know how to speed the game up. Quit having everybody try to swing and get freaking three-run homers. If you watch the way the Reds play this year compared to last year, this year is so much fun to watch because there's constant action. They're not like yesterday's game. Well, like I said, it was too much like last year. Swing and miss, swing and miss, swing and miss. The games before that, there's, most of the games this year has been contact, ball in play. That makes baseball interesting. If something is actually happening on the field, Rob Manford, that makes people want to watch it. If you're sitting there and you watch a guy swing and miss three times and go sit down, that's boring. 
That's what makes you don't need to speed baseball up. You need to keep it action filled. We need to get the base stealing back into baseball, hit and run. I mean, people are like, oh, you know, well, they got the shift, and that, you know, that that stirs up a lot of stuff or uh, hurts a lot of things. Look, you guys are major league professional baseball players. If they're shifting all to right field, hit the freaking ball down left field. Uh, you should be able to do that. You know, I can't because I'm, I'm not a major league baseball player. But I, I just I don't I don't get what's so hard about that. You know, I, I don't get it. <laughs> Jeffrey, you can't do you can't do baseball. Sorry, man. <laughs> I was supposed to have Dave Lapham on, but he wasn't. Oh, by the way, just to let you guys know. If you follow me on Twitter, I am trying like crazy to get um, actual players. Like I'm going to get, well, Dave Lappin's not a player now, but he's a former player and he's going to be on tomorrow. If you see me tweet at somebody, like I tweeted at Chad Johnson, I tweeted at Joe Mixon saying, hey, why don't you come on the show? Hey, why? And a couple of you guys retweeted it. And a couple of you commented. If I get more and more people to comment and more and more people to retweet that, then maybe – Enough of you can help me out, and we can get these guys on here. So that's how you can help me out to get some more uh, guests and good good comments on here. All right, Doggy, what's up? Why was the Reds pitcher being a jerk? Um, I guess you're talking about Garrett. Um, I don't really think he's being a jerk. I think he was, he, like I said before, Doggy, I guess you coming late to the show. If you ever seen Garrett pitch before, he's a very emotional player. And he has sucked this year. <laughs> he has absolutely sucked. And he said his explanation was when you've been told by my co what's that, Jeffrey? Yeah, I've been told by your co-host. <laughs> oh, D. Jeremy D. Yeah, he's not on today either. So you guys are just stuck with me. Sorry. Uh that comment got me all thing. Um, all right, Garrett. Like I said, Garrett has sucked this year. So he said when he got that pitch, got that slider to actually do what his slider does and strike Rizzo out, it fired him up. And he's like, I'm back. I'm bleeping back. You know? That's the pitch that he's been trying to get over. So he's been working on it for over a month. And he's been getting shelled. So that's why he reacted like he did. And Javi Baez, he's the one that jumped over the dugout fence and came after Garrett, because he got his feelings hurt. But whatever. Uh, let's see here, Josh. I don't do Twitter, but hopefully Lapham opens the floodgate for you. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, um, actually, I, I don't want to jinx this, because that's why I was afraid to actually say anything about Lapham, but I was like, if he's going to be on the show, I really want to get that out there and tell everybody. But and since and Lapham will be on tomorrow. But Chris Welch, has answered me and said that uh, he could possibly come on the show here in the near future. So that would be cool, kind of cool. I know some of you guys, oh, I talk a lot of Bengals on here. And sometimes I talk Reds and Bearcats and stuff like that. So Chris Welch would be awesome to get on the show. So if you guys do do Twitter, tweet him out. Say, Chris Welch, you know, join Strawberry Show. Join the Iceman. And let's get Joe freaking Burrow on here. That's the one. That's 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 the golden goose right there. I'm trying to get Joe Burrow. I would love to get me get him on tomorrow night. All right. Let's see here, Josh. What do you got? 
Tatis shows emotion. It's a new age of baseball. When a red does it, all of a sudden, it's back to the unwritten rules of baseball. Yeah, exactly. I completely agree with you. I mean, like I said, I think Armin, I I do think he went a little bit overboard because he did kind of do it toward the batter. You know, now, if he was looking dead at him or he's just looking straight ahead, I don't know. They made eye contact. I don't know. You know, maybe what Armin should do is turn to his dugout and do it that way. Maybe that'll help. Either way. Javi Baez, the thing that ticks me off is Javi Baez is the one that actually started the fight. I, I'll say this a million times. He jumped over and he came after Garrett. Actually, he didn't really come after him. He just kind of walked slowly out there until somebody grabbed him, which is, that's just like, oh, I'm going to talk to you. All right, so somebody come out to hold me because I'm going out here and I really don't want to fight. But, you know, that's just, <laughs> it's a baseball fight, man. They don't actually fight. So the thing that irritates me is he got to find an undisclosed amount of money, but he's not suspended. It's just like Yadier Molina. He's the one that actually bumped the umpire, grabbed Castellanos, and he didn't get suspended. He gets fined an undisclosed amount of money, but it's like, what the heck? (laughs) They're the ones actually coming after the Reds. That's what I don't get. If you're going to suspend Garrett, fine. But you got to suspend Baez. You know, you can't have a guy jump over to the dugout fence just to go start stuff. He literally started it. <laughs> exactly, Chris. He said, hold me back, hold me back. Yeah. I just I'm like, it, it was it wasn't even like he was really gonna do anything. He was just he said they gave him the double bird, walked out, and hey, you're talking too much. And then he was looking around at like anybody hold me back. Luckily, Moose was there. And then when Moose got in, he's like, Oh, now I'm really gonna go. I'm like, come on, dude, you weren't gonna do anything anyway. Just sit down and shut up. I mean, it's ugh. it's so uh it, it, it's so ridiculous. It was like, yeah, he didn't want any of Garrett. I mean, I, I agree with Josh. I, he just he just went out there to just make himself look cool or try to scare Garrett. <laughs> Garrett. Garrett ain't scared. He'll come after you. Everyone hates Cincinnati sports. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. All right, Crip, what do you got? I see A, see it to Dave Lapham is the key. The floodgates will open. The Harry Carey of Cincinnati sports on the show is huge. I, yeah, I trust me. I, that's why I, I'm, he said he'd be on the mark. And the thing I, I got to give it to Dave, I, I, I appreciate the hell out of this, that he told me very early this morning that he wasn't able to come on. I've had other guests on here. <laughs> tell me like 10 minutes before the show starts. Hey man, I'm sorry. Something came up. I can't, I can't come on the show. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> now what do I talk about? <laughs> so I just, uh, but anyway, yes, getting Dave Lapham on here will be huge. I, I, I can't, I can't wait. I really hope it does happen. I'm, I'm still a little, you know, until he actually pops on the screen. I'm like, Ugh. but yeah, William House, preach on. Yeah, it's just, I don't get it. I don't, I don't like it. I don't, I hate it. You know, the, the, it's, and it's, it's all Rob Manford, who, again, I don't think, it, I think he's terrible for baseball. Terrible. I was never a huge Bud Selig fan, especially when I was younger and. I felt he was holding Pete Rose back. But the older I get and the longer he was the commissioner and the longer we have Rob Manfred as our commissioner, Bud Selig was pretty good. <laughs> Bud Selig, he made changes, but he made changes to better the game. I don't see how having a ghost runner 
to start extra innings benefits the game. I don't see how having seven inning double headers benefits the game. I do see how, and I, I've changed my mind on this. I do see how having a DH in a national league, you think that would benefit the game. I think it would be more fun. Not to say this after the Chicago White Sox uh, pitcher had a three-hit performance, but that, I think, out of all the things that they used last year, that's the one I thought was going to stay, and I'm surprised it didn't. The other two, I, I thought had no shot of staying, but Clown Rob Banford's like, oh, yeah, let's pick the two dumbest things that we've decided to do last year, and let's make it permanent, which hopefully it's not permanent. Hopefully they'll just check it, uh, check it out, see if it works. All right, Josh. You were like the ultimate optimist. Be positive. He'll be here tomorrow. I dude, I, I'm pretty sure he's gonna be here tomorrow. I mean, I I'm pretty optimistic about it. But look, if Dave was just gonna be a jerk and just blow me off, he wouldn't even message me today. He messaged me this morning that he can't come on. He's coming on tomorrow. So I'm pretty pretty sure he's gonna be on. So yes, Jeffrey Turner. Yes, Pete Rose deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. That is for sure because. This is my argument. As far as I know, there's no proof that he bet on baseball when he played. Yes, he did when he was a manager. He's not going into the Hall of Fame as a manager. He has 4,256 hits, the most by any human <laughs> in Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball. We're not talking Japanese. I know Ichiro with both, I think, had more. But the Japanese League and Major Leagues don't combine their records. And the thing is, to me, if you put Pete in the Hall of Fame, this conversation that we've had for the last 30 years will go away. You know, we won't be talking about Pete Rose put him in the Hall of Fame. Pete Rose bet on baseball. Pete Rose did We'll stop talking about it because he's in. I mean, honestly, Pete Rose, every year the Hall of Fame comes around, we talk about this. And that's another reason why I don't get why they just don't squash it and let them in. Unfortunately, I think they'll let him in. If they let him in, he's going to be gone. And that is very, very sad. That's like Ken Riley. Ken Riley deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Ken Riley is no longer here. I don't want to see that happen to any more Cincinnati sports heroes of mine. I want these guys who are supposed to be in the Hall of Fame to be in the Hall of Fame. Did Pete Rose screw up? Yes. Has he admitted it? Yes. Did it take him forever to do it? Yes. But so what? There's guys in the Hall of Fame that have done steroids. I don't care. There are. I know Bonds and Clemens aren't in there, and McGuire's not in there, but I know there's guys that are in there that have maybe did it. So, Pete Rose, you know, if these guys are in, why can't Pete Rose be in? I, I just, I don't know. It is absolutely ridiculous. Yes, and DeWink is on fire. And when the All-Star ballots come out, there's two guys we got to stuff the ballot with. Dewink and Goblastos. Goblastos, I think, is in the running for NL MVP. Now, he was out today with back spasms. Hopefully, knock on wood, he'll be back on Friday because he is a huge key to this offense. But him, uh, Wink, Dewink, and, and Cassia, uh, Nick, uh, Cassia, Nick Cassianos hitting one-two, that gets this offense going. You know, and when was the last time we had two guys at the top of the lineup that are instant offense? And that's 
And they were like this last year. I mean, I, I know Nick isn't hitting like he was, or he didn't hit this good last year, but him and DeWink hit really well last year. They were two of the most consistent guys on our roster last year. And the thing is, now that we have this year, is the other guys are starting to hit, and there's no let up in our offense. So instead of striking out, hit a home run, striking out, hit a home run, three strike, you know, striking three times out, hitting a home run, we're consistently getting on base and we're consistently knocking guys in. All right, let's see here what we got in the chat. William House, this is why I love your show. You touch straight. Thanks, William. I appreciate it. I try. All right, Tim. Way to go, Reds. Beat Cleveland this weekend. Yeah, and the cool thing is, Tim, if they do take the series for Cleveland this year, I think it'd be the first time. I think I heard this right on the postgame show. First time we won the Ohio Cup in like 14 years. So I am all over this. We need to beat the Indians, take that cup, and bring it back to Cincinnati. Josh, does Bell survive if the Reds don't make it to the postseason? I don't think so. No, this is, I think, the last year of his contract. No, I, I do not think David Bell makes it if they don't make the playoffs. I mean, I, I was saying that last year, if he didn't make the playoffs. And I know it's 60-game season and all was screwed up. And, but And I know people are like, well, you don't have the same team. Look, we had basically the same team we had last year, minus Trevor Bauer. You know, Our bullpen, for some reason, was better last year. Now we had Iglesias and um, – Oh, man, the kid we got from uh, the Angels last year. I can't remember his name. We had him at the end of the year. But that's all all we lost. You know, our shortstop position was, you know, uh, to be honest, uh, who, who played shortstop last year? Uh, you know, it was Freddie Galvis. That's right. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Then Garcia came up. Freddie Galvis. And Freddie Galvis had a very disappointing year. And Garcia is down at double-A right now. So, uh, offensively, our shortstop position is way better than it was last year. So that part we're good. I said the, the 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 bullpen is the part that scares me still. So yes, to answer your question, uh, no, I don't think David Bell survives if they don't make the playoffs. Because I mean, I've never been a big David Bell fan. I do like the way he has the team playing. I think he's gotten better as a manager. I don't think he's. Managing every game like it's the seventh game of the World Series. And he would do that his first year. He would double switch and pull this guy out. This pitcher got in trouble in third inning. He'd pull him out. I mean, our, our his first year, our bullpen was was gassed by the All-Star game. Now, our, our bullpen's <laughs> not doing so good right now. But I think David Bell has gotten better. I just don't know if he's the guy for the job, you know. There's still too many things he does that I'm like, eh. But – I'll, I'll put it to you this way. And actually, I'll give him credit because it worked out. I, I mean, uh, Garrett has struggled. And the other night, what night was that? I cannot remember. But he came in. He got two guys out. Oh, yeah, I don't remember. And they and they, it was a Cubs game. And they pitch hit, pinch hit the pitcher because they didn't have any other position players left. And he took Garrett out. And I'm sitting there going, why? He just got two guys out. He only needs one more. Why did you take him out? I mean, that's the part where I'm I, I now if you hear his post game, that was his plan the whole time. He was uh, Garrett was only gonna face so many batters and then he's gonna get him out. So after he explained it, I understood it at the time. It did make a damn bit of sense to me. I'm like, 
I mean, Garrett can't get the pitcher out. Like, come on. So anyway, all right, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's get back into the chat. William House. How can you have Hall of Famers without the best players in it? Yeah. And that's and the thing is, it's a Hall of Fame for baseball. It's not the Hall of Fame of perfect people. If it was, none of them would be in the Hall of Fame at all. You know, I mean, look, I'll even tell you this. I'm to the point, I think Clemens and Bond should be in there because baseball knew they were cheating, knew they were on steroids. Now, literally, there's no actual proof. <laughs> Neither one of them tested positive of doing it. Same, uh, same with Mark McGuire. I don't think he ever tested positive. But my mind, those guys are Hall of Famers before they did it. Mark McGuire, eh, that one's a little iffy. But Bonds and Canseco, go look at their numbers before, what, 96? They're Hall of Famers, you know. So that's why I say those two should be in. McGuire, Sosa, I'm not so sold on them because I think their numbers were solely because of steroids. McGuire was, had some really good years in Oakland, and then he got hurt. And then we got St. Louis, he got even bigger, <laughs> and he hit 70 home runs. So, And that's the one thing is – and this is what they should do with P. Rose. I have no problem doing this. You know, just say, hey, if P. Rose is plaque, put him in the Hall of Fame, asterisk, banned by baseball for betting on Major League Baseball. Just put it on there. Who cares? Bonds and Clemens. You know, all-time home run leader, suspect, hashtag suspected of steroid use. Put it on there. Do you think Bonds gives a crap? Bonds has never apologized for any of this. He doesn't care. Does he think he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame? Hell yeah, he does. Do you think he'll put he'll care to put it on there? I don't think he will. I, well, Clemens might not because Clemens fought it to the hill. So Clemens might. But I don't think Bonds gives a rip. But that's 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 how I think you do it. And I'm not the first one to say that. So all right, let's see here. Jeff. Uh, oh, you're, uh, Dave Lapham. Okay, I want to ask Dave about the future of Taylor if he has another losing season. Eh? Well, we can ask him that tomorrow. <laughs> Josh, you miss Dusty? Uh, I, I love Dusty Baker. I love Dusty Baker. My problem with Dusty is... I don't think he, he, him and Marvin Lewis, I think were very good regular season coaches and managers. I don't think they were very good playoff coach and manager. In that era, that when I mean, from 2010 to, to 15, both teams were going to the playoffs and neither one of them could win a playoff game or a playoff series. So I love Dusty Baker. I love Marvin Lewis. I just don't think they were good playoff and uh, playoff managers. Orange Arrow, what's up, brother? Sorry, I'm late. <laughs> no problem, dude. If you're if you're coming to, to join the show for Dave Lapham, he's not on. <laughs> uh, you can't tell the stories of baseball. Exactly. Yes. Yes. That's a very good point. You and that's the thing. That's a great point there, Arrow. Hall of Fame is about telling the story of baseball. You can't tell a story without the all-time hit leader or, sorry, the all-time home run, run leader. Whether we like it or not, 
Barry Bonds is the all-time home run leader. He is. And it's hard to tell the story without those guys in it. So that's her. I'm like, just put them in there. I, I don't, it's, and the thing is, the same thing I said about P. Rose, it would stop every year. Let's talk about if we get P. Rose in. Now, it's, what, do we let steroid guys in? Do you do, if you just put them in like they deserve, it'll all go away. And then we can just celebrate the class of the Hall of Fame that year. You don't have to answer questions about Bond and Clemens and Pete Rose. It, they'd be in the Hall of Fame. It'd be done. So that's that's where I, I just – I think baseball gets in their own way way too many times. Way, way, way too many times. And now that we have the clown Rob Manford <laughs> running it, I don't think it's going to get any better. But it's 6.30 or 6 o'clock. I want to let you guys know you're watching – Sports with Strawberry Ice. Uh, you can watch on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, you can follow me on all of these. And if you're watching it on any of the other platforms other than YouTube, please do me a favor. Go to the YouTube channel and hit subscribe and hit the bell for the notifications. I would greatly appreciate it. I am up to 1,070 subscribers. That is awesome. All right, Carl, you want to know what's wrong with Vado? Vado has a fractured thumb. Now, for... The reports are out of the uh, clubhouse is it's not going to require surgery as of right now. Now we'll see if they change that tomorrow, but he bell says he's most likely out for a month. So that's what's going on with Vado. All right, Josh, they aren't taking the record. Yes. Yep. They aren't taking their records away. So how can they keep them out? Yep. You acknowledge their, their contrib contributions to the game already. Perfect. Yes, exactly. You know, and that's, I, 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 I think it was Arrow said it perfectly. You can't tell the story without these guys. You got to put them in. I, I don't get it. Arrow, I heard somebody say, and I agree, they got us from an A to B, but couldn't get us from B to C. Um, I'm not sure what you're talking about, Arrow. Please clarify. You talk about the draft. You talk about the Hall of Fame. I'll talk about a lot of different stuff here. Uh, I'd celebrate. <laughs> Strawberry clown face. <laughs> My nemesis. <laughs> oh, my goodness. If you're looking for Dave Lapham, he's not on. He's going to be on tomorrow. Strawberry clown face. So. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> I just lost. Uh, I just lost all my train of thought. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, I'll have to follow you on YouTube if I ever get it again. Yes, please get YouTube and please subscribe to my show on there. <laughs> what do you got, Strawberry Clown? Damn, remind me what I accidentally clicked on. You accidentally clicked on Sports Strawberry Ice, Strawberry Clown Face. <laughs> This is the anti anti strawberry. <laughs> oh my goodness, you're gonna crack me up. <laughs> All right, Crip. Uh, the bulldog Sonny Gray had a good day. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Seven innings, eight strikeouts. Uh, we need him and and Luis Castillo to do that more often, and we need Gino to step up and he's got to really start hitting. All right, let's see, Paul. Bonds numbers before juicing. Were not that great, like 30 homers a year. Ken Griffey was the best 
hitter ever, most perfect swing, and he never juiced. I agree with you. Uh, but I'm sure I'm pretty sure Barry Bonds got 30 30 a couple of times uh before he juiced. And and he he hit more than 20 home runs. Him and him and him and Griffey were like one one A in, in home runs. So you're not you're not exactly right on your fat. His his numbers jumped tremendously. But oh here you go. Yeah, or right, okay, you're talking about Marvin. Yes. You're talking about Marvin and Dusty. Yes, I agree with you. Yes, they could get us to a point, but couldn't get us over the hump. Like that's exactly my point. And both of them said the same thing. And they both were like, you know, it's 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 a it, we're all like it's a playoff game. You gotta be ready to go. And they're like, eh, it's just a playoff game. It's a, you know, it's no big deal. It's a regular game. No, especially in football. If you lose, you go home. <laughs> it's a pretty important thing. Not that they had to be um <laughs> scared or anything or stressed out, but you it's different. You gotta you gotta manage better. You got you manage it differently, you gotta coach it differently. Sorry, I got a strawberry clown face is cracking me up. <laughs> but yes, that that is the thing. And that and I don't but put this way, I don't think David Bell is is well, no, I don't think David Bell is the right answer. Is Zach Taylor the right answer? I don't know yet. I this year to me is gonna be the year that we're gonna find out because I think J, uh, Zach Taylor has it's his most talented team. It's his absolutely most talented team he's had in three years. So, like I said on yesterday's show, I think it's put up or shut up. You know, I, I know AFC North is a very tough division. I think it got even tougher after the draft. But I don't think anybody can match up with the Bengals with three wide receivers. I really don't. And I want to see what Zach Taylor can do. And I think I have a good feeling. I have a better feeling about him than I do Armadillo. But for some reason, they still believe in him. And he's got the players this year. He So he cannot say he ain't got the players. We got the edge rushers. I know they're going to add some more people. The offensive line is way better than it was. So, yeah, it's put up or shut up time for them. Uh, all right, let's see here. Josh. I hope Vado doesn't need surgery. He just had surgery for a box fracture, and it takes forever to get the strength back. I Like I said, right now, uh, they don't think he needs surgery but um we'll find out i mean you know the swelling's got to go down and and all that stuff that, uh, and get the, an x-ray better so we'll see i still miss dusty yeah i, I miss dusty too I, I mean i wasn't i wasn't one that was okay oh, hold on, let me clarify this <laughs> in 2012 when we couldn't win one damn game to win the playoff Series after that giant series, yes, I was ready to fire Dusty. Then I was after I calmed down, I wasn't. I was like, All right, you know, we'll see. But then the thing that irritated me is he had basically the exact same team in 2013, and then you go and you make it to a one game playoff and you get beat by the Pirates. That's where I was kind of like, and I still wasn't like, Oh, yeah, we gotta fire him because I'm, I'm usually because because Dusty, the guys played really well, we had. A lot of winning years. David Bell, we've had one winning year. That was last year. Now he said that's it's that was the second year. We'll see what happens this year. I'm liking what David Bell's doing. I'm still not completely sold on him. But we'll see. Uh right. Uh here, Tony. What do you got? Bonds was pretty dang exceptional before the juice. Yeah, that's that's what I I think too. And Crown says, look at his head. 
<laughs> yeah, Bonds' head got bigger. <laughs> that that was obvious. Josh, all right. Even as talented as the this Bengals team is, does it really compare to some of Lewis's best teams? Well, no, not right now because those team like his most talented team was the 2015 team. That that was the best team, and that's the team. If, if Andy Dalton, I'll still stick to this. I know Zim's on here and was bashing Andy Dalton. If Andy Dalton doesn't break his thumb that year, I think we win that playoff game. I really do, because Andy Dalton, that was his best year by far. Now, was the most pa- talented team? Yes. Um, we had defense, we had an offense line, we had defense line, we had wide receiver, we had all all kinds of weapons. But also go back to if Jeremy freaking Hill doesn't fumble the ball, we win. So, talent-wise right now, I say I say no because you got to see what they've done on the field. You know, I think potential, uh, if this makes any sense to you, potential talent, yes, I think it could be close. But until they actually perform on the field, I give it to, to the Marvel Lewis teams, you know? So, if that makes any sense to you. Now, when the season starts, I think it's a better way to compare it. Because unless you play on the field, it's kind of hard. to. I, I know what they did in college, and I'm very impressed with what these guys they drafted did in college. I think we got a lot of good draft picks. I think we got a lot of really good draft draft picks. I think we got, got some guys that could be some studs. I really do. I'm very optimistic about the guys that we have. But they got to do it on the field. So I'm kind of – that's where I give it to, to the Marvel Lewis team over the ones we have right now. Uh, okay, here – my my bet my better boom i think that's the way you say it uh there's no justification for a seven game suspension for garrett yes i agree with you just like there's no good justification for nick's two game suspension yep is manfred even watching the same game i i don't think so that's <laughs> you i couldn't have said it better because like i said at the beginning of the show all they're doing is talking they're talking the other teams are the ones that are going after the Reds, and the Reds players are the ones that are getting suspended. Like, if you're going to suspend Nick Angers, Ben Garrett, you got to suspend the other two for the other two teams, Molina and uh, Baez. They should be suspended. It doesn't make a damn bit of sense. It's stupid. You're going to suspend them, but not suspend the other teams. They're the ones that actually physically came after the Reds. How is that? How is that not more of inciting a bench clearing brawl than talking? Like, I'm sorry if sticks and stones may break my bones. Is, is that not a thing in this society anymore? Because we we get so hurt by what everybody says. I mean, we're on Twitter and we're all on Facebook. We all get big and bad stuff. So, trust me, people say dumb crap to me all the time on my Facebook or my Twitter or whatever. You know what I do? I ignore them. I don't care. <laughs> you know, you don't like my show. Fine. Don't watch it. You don't like my, my opinions. Fine. You know, sometimes if you want to have an actual conversation, yeah, I, I'll, I'll talk to you on Twitter and Facebook. I'll, if you come out there and you're calling me all kinds of names and I'm whatever, nah, I'm just going to ignore you because it ain't worth it. You know, and that's where I'm like, maybe because I'm a, a generation X guy, you know, I don't know. Cause when I grew up, that's yeah, <laughs> trust me with my friends. We talk smack to each other all the time. We talk to we, my friends still. We talk to each other like I don't think everybody could handle the way 
we talk to each other. What? Have you seen the way me and Jeremy talk to each other? Dude, we make fun of each other all the time. We talk smack to each other all the time. And we get in arguments. We've gotten arguments on the on the air before. So, I mean, it's just, it is, it is what it is. You know, you, you just get over it. That, that's where I think the society in general lets things bother them too much. All right, I'm going to get off my my soap, my soap, ah, soap box. Okay, let's see here. Arrow, what's up? I really think this line is going to be a top 15. I do too. I, I, I really, and the one that I'm really excited about is Deontay Smith from East Carolina. I, not, not, the, not for this year, future-wise. I really do think he could be our future tackle. You know, I, I, I really do. Hold on, we got Arrow here? Uh, if Andy doesn't get hurt, we get a buy. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, because like I said, Andy Dalton was having an MVP type year, whether he would have won it or not. I have no idea, but that was huge. And that goes back to the key thing I've been saying all year or all off season about if we don't, didn't get Panay Sewell, Joe Burrow's going to die. That's not freaking true. <laughs> I mean, it's not. Carson Palmer got hurt. Andy Dalton got hurt. And they both had really good lines. It's football. You know, yes, having offensive line and keeping the hits off of them will definitely make a difference. I'm not saying that at all, but we still have this great line. People can still get hurt anyway. <laughs> but yes, Arrow, I, I do think uh, with 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 uh, you're gonna have Spain or Serafili at one guard, Carmen at the other. Hopkins hopefully starting day one at center. I still I believe he's going to be there at center day one. If not, you got Billy Price, which we're all we're all like, eh. But then you got the rookie from Georgia. That kid's pretty good. And people tweeted me out all like all that drafts like kid who had double knee surgery. He has knee scoped. That's it. Cartilage damage. It, that's nothing. You know, it's not a big deal. And I had another guy, uh, Ken, who keeps blowing me up on Twitter about Carmen's back injury and it's a herniated disc. And I, I, I'll play it to you this way. The Bengals are overly cautious when it comes to medicals. Do you remember Shaq Barrett? They didn't sign him because they didn't like his medicals. So, and how'd that work out? So my point is, if he, if, if Carmen passed the Bengals medicals and is over exuberant as they are, I think he's gonna be fine. I really do. Or I don't think they would have signed him. Okay. Uh, what's this? More arguments with Jeremy Eagle ratings. <laughs> I can't help it. Jer- Jeremy's dumb sometimes. I can't help it. <laughs> uh, let's see here. All right. Baez. Tony. Baez should be playing. Should I think he means shouldn't be playing for Chicago team. Coached by LaRusa. Oh, he should be coached by Coach. If he is that offended by. A pitcher getting fired up. Oh, yeah. Tony Russo, he, dude, he gets butt hurt about so many things. I, that's another guy I can't stand. I love beating him today. You know, he's, you know, <laughs> he double switched. I, get, I think he forgot that he had a ghost runner. So he double switched. So his runner, his ghost runner in the tenth inning was a pitcher and then he couldn't switch it. That <laughs> cracked me up. So anyway, the, the genius Tony Russo screwed up. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and yes, you said, yeah, the center from Georgia. I do. I think he's probably, dude. I think all these guys look promising. And the, I, I, I hate to say it, Arrow, 
I don't hate to say, but the one I'm most, I would say most excited about, I'm most excited about Chase. But after him and after Carmen, the kicker. <laughs> Dude, I think we finally have a weapon at kicker. I mean, he had a 55-yard field goal in college, and he drilled it. So if he could do what he did in college, we got ourselves a weapon. That's another And You don't ever think of kickers as weapons, but kickers are weapons. You know, the, if the drive stalls like it did a lot last year, hopefully it won't this year, and you can and, and you can nail the kick, dude, that's points. So I'm I'm excited with the kicker. I some people say they, they reach for him, but Duke Tobin said this on Dave Lapman's podcast. And if you guys haven't checked out Dave Lapham's po- podcast, he's got Duke Tobin on there. It's uh, in the trenches with Dave Lapham. Check it out. It was a really cool interview. But he said this. He said kickers are like quarterbacks. He said, people think, some people think we might reach. He goes, but if that's, there's only one of them. And if that's the guy you ranked as the best one, and that's your guy, then you should go get him. And I'm like, that's uh, perfect. Because there's only, quarterback, there's only one quarterback. Kicker, there's only one kicker. Punter, there's only one punter. Those are the only positions that there's only one guy. You know? So, and the kicker scores points. So if you had that guy a high grade, and you already made, you know, all these extra draft picks in the fourth round, you get him in the fifth, dude, I think it's good. I think it's a really good pick, a really promising pick. I think this is going to be a very, very fun year for the Bengals. I still think it's going to be a fun year for the Reds. It's just a frustrating year, and mostly it's the bullpen. And that's the thing that – because I wanted to talk Reds in the offseason more, but they weren't doing anything. They were just letting guys go. And that's why it was hard for Reds fans like me to get excited about the season. And then they took off. And we were all like, yeah, this is great. And I kept telling everybody, enjoy it. Because it's not going to be like that all year. And now it's kind of more of they're back to, not the pack, but to reality. And you can see the flaw, the, the, the flaws in the team. When we were scoring like crazy, the flaws didn't matter because we outscored everybody. We can't outscore everybody in baseball. Mm-hmm. You can't do it in football either. Most times it's hard. So this is the part where I think David Bell has to really give his managerial t- chops. This is when a team has flaws. This is when your manager and your GM really had to step up and show why they are in their spots. And this is where I think David Bell needs to really step up and show why he's in these spots, especially now that, di- that Joey Votto is going to be out for, it looks like a month. So w- that's, that's a big hit. And, and Votto is starting to come around. But the other thing is Akiyama should be coming back here, hopefully by next week. And he just went yard in the minor league game. So my question is, well, actually, I think Tyler Nyquin, I think he could play first base. I just, I think, didn't he play first base one time? I think he did. So that might be an option to put him there. And then that shores up the outfield. And there they was, Senzel played second base twice. Those are good things for, and that's one thing I was always wondering. Why wouldn't they just try to put him in there for a backup or whatever? Because they're going to have to move guys around. You know, we got too much, too much talent on this team offensively, and not enough spots. So the more positions guys can play, the better. So Nyquil could be at first. Hell, I think Senzel could do it. Honestly, too, I think he could play first. So I played first base. If my dumbass can play it, then they can play it. I mean, the hardest thing is picking the balls out of the dirt. But if you played infield, you can do it. And then you got to remember where you're, you know, you're the last cutoff 
when the uh, ball is going home. You know, I got those are the biggest things you got to remember in my mind. Okay, let's see here. It's about six twenty-five. We're just about to roll one out of here. Tony, what's up? Sounds like accuracy, a breach, and a stronger leg. I mean, yeah, exactly. That's. I mean, he kicked the cap off a water bottle. Evan, Evan squats looking like Lorenzen's biceps. <laughs> there you go. All right, Tony, a couple more here. Uh, I think Hunter Green could be a help to the bullpen at, this year. Um, it depends. The, the minor leagues just started. Like, literally, they just started. So, I don't know. He's got to develop another pitch. Uh, he, to me, he's too good of a talent to rush. He can be a our number one starter for a long time. Come off Tommy John surgery. He didn't pitch last year in the game. Minor leagues just started. If he get, it, it depends on how he's looking in the minor leagues, if they bring him up or not, but it, it could be a thing. Strawberry clown face. Suarez needs to be traded for Colesterosy Reds. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> You're crazy. Uh, Senzel is a ball player. I think he can play anywhere. I I agree with you. I agree with you. And last, this last one I'll take. It's 626. Uh, they aren't going to rush green. Yeah, I don't think they're – I agree with you, Josh. I don't think they're going to rush green at all. And I don't think they should. I really don't. You, you get you get a, a, a star player like that, you need to be patient. And there's been times where the Reds haven't been patient. And they need to be. He's too good of a player. You got him, you got Lodolo. Both those guys, I think, are our future uh, starting pitchers for the Cincinnati Reds. We need to let them work. And with them losing, they lost a whole year of minor league pitching. They lost a whole year. That's you can't make that up without pitching. You got to go in games, you got to pitch, and that's what those two need to do. I think we need to leave them down there, my opinion. Anyway, I appreciate you guys watching the show. And like I said, I apologize that it was only just me <clears throat> that Jeremy wasn't able to come on, Dave Lapham wasn't able to come on. But tomorrow, Dave Lapham should be here, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. So make sure you guys tune in, have your questions ready. Let's blow this up. Tweet it out, you know, and do fair. Like I said, tweet out Joe Mixon, tweet out Chad Johnson. I tweeted both those guys out today saying, Hey, why don't you come on my show? Let's get them on my show. That would be awesome. All right, guys, the Facebook group set let me live stream. I appreciate every single one of them. Hootay Nation, which is a great Bengals group. They're very supportive, very awesome group. Check them out. Cincinnati Reds, Ryan Third, heading for home. For all your Reds fans, go check them out. Another awesome group. Bearcat Country, like I said, the Monster Factory is back. We got our strength and conditioning coach. It's going to be Miller time. I think we're going to have a lot of fun. More fun than Bearcat thinks we're going to have. Bearcat fans think we're going to have. And you can have that in Bearcat Country. So make sure you uh, not subscribe, but uh, join that group. Ohio State Bucknuts for all you Buckeye fans out there. Go check out that group. They're an awesome group for all your Ohio State needs. They're right there. The Ice Bar. Now, it's a virtual bar show page. And I post a lot of stuff on there, but people in there don't post a whole lot of stuff. It's supposed to be, like I said, a virtual bar. We come in there, we talk smack, we have fun, discuss stuff, you know. So if you're in the ice bar, bring it. Let's let's get some conversation going. Let's have some fun in that group. You don't have to always talk to me. You guys can talk to each other. 
Like I said, it's a bar. Have some fun with it. All right, guys, you can follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice. Facebook, I have 1,047 likes. Followers, I have 1,043 followers. Twitter, you follow me at Jeff A. Trenopole. That's T-R-E-N-N-E-P-O-H-L. That is actually starting to move up. I'm at 506. I'm on IG, IG, Instagram, and TikTok. TikTok is under Iceman90. I'll be pulling the sound off later on tonight and putting it on the podcast. It's on Podbean, iTunes, Apple, Apple Podcasts. Spotify, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you rate, like, and review. Give me a five-star review. I would greatly appreciate it. The podcast is blowing up. I tweeted out. Once I tweeted out, if you guys find it on Twitter, retweet it, please, to get it out there to as many people as we can. I know not everybody can sit here and watch me talk for an hour. So you listen to it. Uh, YouTubers, like I said, we're at 1,070. We jumped 10 from one day to the next. That is unbelievable. That's the biggest jump I think I've ever had. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Let's try to keep it rolling, try to get to 2,000 as fast as we can. And other than that, let me see if it more. Uh, Yep, all right. Other than that, as my man, Jeremy D, always says, Everybody all together now. Ready? Here we go. Remember one thing and one thing only, and that is you don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati, so act like it. Who day? Go Reds. Go Bearcats. And that's just sports, baby. See ya!